607 podcast to talk all things pro wrestling. It's time for this week's edition of 607 TWS live on twitch.tv slash 607 podcast. And of course, anywhere you get great podcasts by searching 607 TWS. Of course, we are coming to you from the 8122 Production Studios at Dragon Master Games. I'm one of your hosts here on 67 Podcasts on Twitch. I'm also the host of the Three Fat Nerds Podcast. My name is Rich, and joining me as he does each and every week, the other host here on 607 Podcasts on Twitch, and also, you better know him as the host of the Oak Show, Jaro Parlay, our podcast, better known as the ODPH. I'm talking about Ken M. 607 Podcast fam, what is happening? What is good? What is going on? Let us talk some pro wrestling, damn it. Let's go. Mike C says, what's up, boys? What's up, what Mike? I've heard a rumor on the streets. The Taurus Zone 607 is coming back this week. Oh, hell yeah. About heard damn time. Heard a rumor time. on the streets. About damn time. Heard a rumor. Heard a rumor. Maybe. As long as, as long as nothing happens. I heard Sunday. Well, I mean, I'm sure the rest of the world will get it on Monday. Patrons will get it on Sunday. Hell yeah. If everything sticks to plan. I've also heard, which I haven't talked to Mike C about, but I've also heard that probably the review this week because in honor of Friday the 13th, and although we have once been accused of talking about Friday the 13th too much, which we don't. We've only actually reviewed one Friday the 13th movie. I was going to say, it's, it's small. So, so, guess what? I think this week, in honor of Friday the 13th, we should do the second one, Friday the 13th Part 2, as a review. Let's go. And uh, see what Mike C says about that. <laughs> He's in chat, so he can say about it now. But I think that's the way to go. I, I can't go wrong with that. I was going to say, you guys haven't reviewed too much of Friday the 13th. No, no. I mean, it comes up because whenever you're talking about horror movies, yeah. you always compare them to like the iconic ones, which would be Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Friday the 13th, Saw, Scream, et cetera, et cetera. Because any, any movie is going to be compared to those because, let's be honest, it's, it's just the way of the world. True. So I think that that's been... Uh, it's been debunked, mm-hmm. but we've only properly reviewed the original Friday the Thirteenth. So I think this. I think this Sunday. I think Mike C. You'd probably agree. It's Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. In honor of it being Friday the Thirteenth, I think we should review a Friday the Thirteenth movie every time there's a Friday the Thirteenth. Just bottom line. That's a great That's idea. That's a way to get it out of the way without doing it all the time. Uh, Mike C is going to Camp Crystal Lake tour this Saturday too. That's oh, right. Sounds like a good time. Not on Friday. I heard my kid is going there on Friday. Oh, yeah. Crazy Curtis Curtis is going to be there. Oh, shit. On actual Friday the 13th proper. But this is what, Mike's your 100th time? 
I kind of 184. 184, live and direct from wonderful, beautiful Blairstown, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It's not even that far of a drive. I mean, it's far enough. But yeah, it's, it's far, not enough, that far enough. Close third. <laughs> he said third. <laughs> they haven't just had you and Jimmy from Floodlands together. Yeah, well, uh, Jimmy, whoo. Yeah. Whew, he's been there a lot. Jimmy gets his mail there. I think so. I think he lives at the Friday the 13th Museum. We love Jimmy, though. Yes, we do. Shout out to Floodlands for the theme song. And yes. because Jimmy is in Floodlands. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with that being said, though, uh, he says he'd love to go with Jimmy sometimes. I bet. It's probably a lot of fun. I'm sure he's, he's on a first-name basis with pretty much everybody that frequents there as far as celebrity and stuff. Yeah, it's like Norm, Norm from Cheers. He walks hey, in there and Jimmy! Uh, with that being said, that's enough to talk about horror because this is a wrestling show. Yes, it is. Wrestling. And we got some pro grappling to talk about this week. Pro grappling. Are you ready to talk about some pro grappling? I am so ready to talk some wrestling. Well, before we can do that, though, you need to tell these fine folks how to find yourself in the Otoduro Parlay, our podcast. Very simple. Swing on over to odphpodcast.com. Join in the conversation on our social media accounts. They're all right there on the front page. Check out the directory where you can find the ODPH on your favorite podcast provider. Parlay points. Maybe, just maybe... I will get some photos from a certain organization so I can actually do blocks count anywhere this week because there's been a little lag in that. But I got a lot of news to talk about, so maybe I'll just do one without some photos this week. We had, that's why you should subscribe to the blogs. All of that, the T Public Store, and so much more, odphpodcast.com. Of course, if you'd like to find out anything about the Three Fat Nerds Podcast, go to 8122productions.com. You can hit us up. We got a T Public Store there. We got the link for Patreon there, patreon.com slash 8122productions. It's for as little as $1 a month to get a ton of extra bonus content. Of course, also the link for this Twitch channel there, twitch.tv slash podcast. The link for uh, everything, mm. friends of the show fucking musical acts that allow us to use their music local sponsors horror zone 607 speaking of which hey. there's, a, there's a thing on there get all the information of course if you want to hit me up on the interwebs on the social medias three fat nerds pod throw an at in front of it if you have to and, and that just puts it out there plain and simple Indeed. easy peasy lemon squeezy. squeezy but with that being said we got a, a decent sized show for you today and uh, we're only gonna do two halves though because we don't have to go over and above and beyond. In the second half, we got some indie roundup, mm-hmm. some big news happening in the world of the independence. Also, we're going to be talking about some New Japan because New Japan's got a killer huge weekend coming up Holy this week. Holy crap, they do. And, of course, we're going to kick off the show with the opening segment talking some world wrestling entertainment and, of course, WWE Backlash. And then we're going to end it with a little piece de resistance of some impact wrestling pay-per-view mm-hmm. so with that being said ken i know this is one of your favorite moments of the show so get it ready get it ready because it's time it is time to kick the show off with the opening contest and here we go uh first of all we're gonna talk some world wrestling entertainment mm-hmm. and i think uh the first thing we're gonna do before we jump in jump into the premium live event that's so weird it sounds to say. weird to say yeah. it by the way because even when you say premium live event you have to say p-l-e p-p-v sounds so much better mm-hmm. so i'm just throwing it out there maybe it's because i've been saying it for my whole life but anyways before we jump in the premium live event which was wwe backlashes went down this past sunday 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 we are going to talk about some wwe news there was one piece of news that came out <laughs> one piece of news and i'm using uh, i'm using air quotes quote, air quotes if you're not watching on Twitch, uh, and it, re- it, it was around the big dog, big dog, Roman Reigns, the head of the table, the tribal chief, the reigning undisputed WWE World's Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. Listen, 
there was a rumor that came out. It wasn't really a rumor. It was based upon him cutting a promo at a house show in Trenton, New Jersey. Yep. And at the house show, he basically said, I'm paraphrasing because I'm not going to get the exact quote. Uh, he, he basically said that you guys should be thankful you saw me today because it won't be long before you're not seeing me here anymore. And the internet went wild. Yeah. Roman's leaving WWE. Roman, oh man, Uncle Dave says that the Tony Khan's got $10 million guaranteed to go right to the big dog if he wants to come to AEW. Oh man, WWE in the mud. He's leaving him for AEW or he's going to Hollywood. He's done. Oh my fucking God. Oh man. <laughs> And the only person out there, and giving them credit, that didn't see the sky was falling was, of course, Sean Rossap and Fightful Select, who went, not so fast. Yeah. There's, there's nothing happening. There's some news on the horizon. Don't worry. And sure enough, we found that news out this Monday morning when it was, it was noted that Roman Reigns has re-signed a new deal yeah. with World Wrestling Entertainment. So I'm going to tell you what I believe happened when he cut that promo, and then I can get your takes if you sure. agree or disagree. Uh, yeah. I think what it simply was, was I think Roman's new contract, which is probably very lucrative, I would have to guess. Easily. I would assume his new contract is like the Randy Orton contract, mm -hmm. where it means he doesn't have to work house shows. Yeah. So you're probably not going to see Roman Reigns in B-Towns anymore, or C-Towns or below. And I'm, no matter how people, and I'm sorry to anybody who listens to us from Trenton, New Jersey, Trenton, New Jersey is not an A-Town. For WWE, it's a B-Town. That's why they don't get televised shows. They get live events. Mm -hmm. So, I'm sure that what he said was a heel way, although you guys took it as a face promo, yeah. of saying that I'm done with B-Towns. Your thoughts? I thought that, one, he might have been teasing that he might be taking some time off and just kind of cut the heel thing, like, enjoy me while I'm here because you'll miss me when I'm gone. But I agree with you. I think that he was just getting a new deal and he was going to be doing less house shows. Oh, absolutely. And that's the way you should take it because there is no chance Vince was letting him go to another organization because he would have literally heard whatever crazy amount anybody else was offering him and Vince would say, all right, I'll go higher. They just made how much money this past year? And do you think, do you honestly think Vince McMahon would let his biggest star walk out the door? Come on. Like, seriously, if you're buying that bullshit, get some help because obviously you are not thinking clearly. There was no chance of this happening. I don't care how much Kool-Aid you're drinking. He was not leaving to go to another organization. If he's going to leave anywhere, he's going to go follow The Rock to Hollywood if he decides to do that. And guess what? Vince is already working on having a replacement for him in the years that when this eventually does happen. Because I do think he's going to go to Hollywood. He's either got Braun Breaker coming up from NXT, which will be the next big star in the company, Austin Theory, who they're extremely high on, or MJF when he leaves AEW. Take your pick. Padawan Jay has joined the chat saying, Vince may be dumb, but letting his biggest moneymaker of all time walk, he ain't that dumb. I mean, you're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. I mean, good lord. Listen, people like to jump to conclusion, hop the hypotheses on the internet. That's what y'all do. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because everybody falls in line and you have Uncle Dave beating the fucking drum and everybody's like, oh, Uncle Dave said, oh my God, yes. No, guys, no. And we find out on Monday. I love it. Sean Ross said, not so quick. There's some work. There's some things that Fightful has learned. That there's, there's some things. Just wait and find out. And of course, <laughs> once again, they were right. Monday morning comes and yeah, he has resigned. He signed up. Got a bunch of money. Yeah. 
pulled up the Brinks truck, unloaded it. Uh, I'm glad that you brought up working on new things because that was another thing that came out. They're like, oh man, he they lose Roman, and there they go. That's all. That's what you get. They only put their eggs in one basket. I don't understand where this they put their eggs in one basket. I'm using air quotes again. Came from because I don't watch WWE programming. Mm-hmm. We know this. I don't watch Raw. I don't watch NXT anymore. I don't watch SmackDown. I catch highlights. But even me, who catches highlights and sees what's going on, I understand. I understand that there's more than just roaming going on right now. Mm-hmm. Like There's this whole storyline with Edge. Whether you like it or not, there's this whole storyline with Edge. We'll get dive into that more when we talk about the premium live event. Yes. Uh, there's uh, Because of that story with Edge, there's a story with AJ Styles. There's a story with Finn Balor included in there. Right? Am mm-hmm. I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. Also, right off my top of my head, Cody Rhodes. You know, the guy that just left All Elite Wrestling, the face of the company, who everybody said was done, got a huge WrestleMania pop, and then everybody said, oh, that was just one night. Oh, wait a minute. He's getting the biggest babyface reactions in wrestling, period. Mm-hmm. And he's the face of Monday Night Raw currently. Correct. We'll talk about what he did at the pay-per-view in a minute. Sure. But uh, I, I think they're, I think they, you know, it's going on right now as we speak. Tonight, uh, when Monday Night Raw is going on, I understand it's him versus Theory for the United States title. Absolutely. So, you know, hey, I, correct me if I'm wrong, you just mentioned Theory. They're high up on him. They're putting him in good positions. I mean, how they're letting him get in the ring with Cody fucking Rhodes. Yeah. He had a WrestleMania moment. He got to be in there with Pat McAfee. No matter how you think about him, it's still a draw. And then, and furthermore, he got to eat a stunner from Steve Austin at the biggest show of the year. But no, they're not doing anything with him. And and there's more. We could keep going. We could keep going. The Usos and their and their and their quest to become all the champions mm-hmm. and, and, and so many more. But let's go to something that most people forget about. RK Bro, thank you for making that pointing that out. Uh, they they've been doing stuff with them. Uh, we'll get to uh, your comment in some minutes. Sorry, Mike. Uh, but also, I would like to point out, let's talk about women. Yeah. Because I don't know. Sasha Banks, Naomi, Bianca Belair, the Raw Women's Champion, mm-hmm. the man Becky Lynch, or who was Becky Two Bells, big, 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 big time, time backs. They keep changing her name, but yeah. it's good because she's still on top of the world. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, the new SmackDown Women's Champion. We'll talk about that mm-hmm. in a minute. Uh, let's see what's Rhea Ripley, who had a big angle on the pay-per-view, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Liv Morgan, Morgan who came out of nowhere. Steam. And yeah. I'm sure she's going to have a nice little feud with her former tag team partner in a minute. Uh, we got Raquel Rodriguez, who's a monster in waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about Bailey's in the wings at some point in Junction. When she's healthy, she'll be back. And that's not even everybody. That is just the ones that I'm naming off the top of my fucking head. And the deepest women, no matter how you want to cut it. And I don't want to hear this bullshit from, from apologists. It doesn't matter. It's the deepest roster. It's the deepest women's roster in wrestling. The only, the only one that comes close is fucking Impact. Yep. So what do you mean they're not creating stars? Oh, well, Bianca wants to leave and go and have a baby. Okay, I'm, I'm, there's there's fucking 10 other women who are chopping at the bit for their turn. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oscar returned. Yeah. You still got Nikki A.S.H. They're so loaded, it's not even funny. And that's the one thing about them being the brand, whether you love it or you hate it. They are built for the future. They're going to be fine. If Roman ever decides to go, trust us, they have somebody ready to take that spot. Got Lashley, yep. Drew McIntyre. Whether you like Omus or not, I'm not sold on the guy, but he's a monster. They can push it. They can put a belt on him tomorrow. You got Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, who had huge WrestleMania moments. Mm-hmm. Are we discounting what they're doing? 
Uh, speaking of storylines, Kevin Owens and Ezekiel. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. That's entertaining as shit, man. I've been watching all the clips because it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. That's what, at the end of the day, I thought wrestling was supposed to be entertaining. Let's go to the chat real quick, though, because I've missed some of them. Pat says, I wouldn't trust Uncle Dave to tell me the weather with the blinds open on a window next to him. True facts. Yes. Uh, uh, Mike C says, tag title match going on right now, too. Like like them or not, RK Bro is hot as hell now, too. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Once again, they're another one on the list. And uh, Mike says, I'm all for another all-women's pay-per-view, to be honest. I am, too. I wish they would do that. And hopefully they will sometime. That'd be great. But once again, I'm just throwing it out there into the ether. I understand some people are bleeding the black and the gold of all elite wrestling. I like all elite wrestling. Yeah. But I also like wrestling as a whole. So I, I, I'm not loyal to any three letters or four letters in some cases because NJPW is four letters. Right. I'm not loyal to any letters. I like what I like. New Japan, GCW, AEW, Circle Six. When WWE is good, I check it out. Uh, you know, let's go on. AIW, H2O's got a hell of a show on tonight that most people probably don't even know about. Mm-hmm. Where we're going to get the Koger brothers against Matt Tremont and his brother. Yeah. And I know he doesn't have a brother, so I don't know who he's picking. And a feud that's been building up. So let's pump the brakes when we say that WWE hasn't got nothing going on but Roman. Because that's a fucking lie. Is Roman the biggest draw in wrestling? Yes. Oh, yeah, without question. Yes, but to pretend that he's the only thing that they have going on is is short-sighted. And if your blinders are on so tight because you're just a fanboy of AEW, then just watch AEW. Mm-hmm. I promise you'll be happier if you forget that WWE even exists. I don't miss watching seven hours of WWE television. I don't miss it at one bit. Nope. Because I can get it in there by watching the clips that I want to see. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing about being a fan. When you're dedicating yourself to one organization, you really cut yourself off from making yourself happy because you have to live and die by your own self-imposed martyrism. It doesn't make any sense to do this. Be a fan and watch everything, and trust us, if you're worried about what the competition is doing, you're missing what's right in front of your face. If you want to go hard for AEW, go hard for AEW and just watch that and shut up about anybody else because guess what? They ain't caring about you. Same thing with WWE. If you want to go hard for that, shut up about everything else. Who cares? But... You know who also doesn't give a shit is the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. You guys literally think that because there's a couple of them that probably have, you know, soured pants sure, or whatever about the other side, mm-hmm. you automatically think that everybody hates, oh man, if we work for this team, we hate the other team. It, that's not how it works. No. We've seen it time and time again. Remember, it wasn't that long ago that Kevin Owens and the Young Bucks were having a conversation through their bios mm-hmm. because they're friends. They're friends. Every, you know, not everybody is friends, but a lot of them share friendships, and a lot of them also share things in common that they that they like about each other. They're, like there's there's a camaraderie. Obviously, Austin Creed and Kenny Omega are friends. They play video games together and everything else. I know they act like they're not sometimes, but sure, they are but friends. Let's face it. Hell, we just saw a nice little clip of Austin Creed, aka Xavier Woods, from when he was in New Japan in his debut, tagging with Kodai Bushi, mm-hmm. the other half of the Golden Lovers in the New Japan's uh, uh, Best of Super Juniors Tag League. Yes, from years ago. Guess what? That's great. Uh, Mike sees us. Do people think us podcasters hate other podcasters too? Yes. Yeah, they do. There's a lot of there's a lot of people. I don't care. And there's some podcasters that do hate other podcasters. There's some podcasters that live to talk shit about other people. I just don't put that energy out there. If your product is whack, I just don't listen. I, I don't have time to listen to everybody's show anyways. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people that it's like, if I don't know you, I don't. I, there's a lot of times you see somebody out there that you don't know taking shots at other people. And you're like, guys, calm it down. Yeah. Slow your roll. 
I don't take shots at anybody who's a podcaster because no. Kenny o yeah, that's what I was getting to, to Pat. So I will be uh uh Kenny Omega tweeted as much last night. Um, why am I trending? I've done nothing get but get sliced up and struggle through rehab all this year. Checks timeline. Oh, I see. We're still doing that, comparing things to every show. And he included the Ryan Reynolds face palm gift. Yes, I did see that. And that's where I was going to because then he also added into one of these. Uh, somebody had written on one of those Kenny Omega things. Uh, I'm not going to give this shout out because fuck them. It said Roman couldn't last five minutes in the ring with Omega. And Kenny responded, which is funny as shit. And Kenny responded going, I'm sure he could. He's their top guy for a reason and works hard to be that guy. I think the match would surprise a lot of people. In other words, Kenny Omega just said, fuck, man, we'd probably have a barn burner. You guys are missing out. You guys aren't getting the picture. Kenny Omega, right in that moment, is saying, hey, guess what? That is what it is. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, uh, Mike C says, 8122 Productions versus ODPH in a ladder match? No. No. Of course We're not. We're on the same team. It's all. Six, seven podcasts. Yeah. Good Lord, man. Good Lord. Mike, what are we gonna Mike just wants smoke. Mike, Mike wants smoke with the wrong people. Go find somebody yeah. else to have smoke with. Yeah. Good Lord, man. Anyways, with that being said, uh, you know, yeah. So even like that was my point. Kenny Omega doesn't believe in this bullshit, so neither should fans. It is what it is. But mm. once again, if you want to be that guy, fine. I don't listen to you anymore. I've been off of Twitter now for a while. I've been posting shit. You know why? I'm a lot happier because I don't have to see dumb fucking takes like, oh again, Roman can't beat Omega. Omega's way better than Roman. And then on the other side, oh, Omega couldn't tie Roman's boots. No, I, I believe what Kenny Omega said. I would love to see Roman Reigns versus Kenny Omega. That would be absolutely If there was ever awesome. a time we could do a crossover event or, you know, they end up on the same roster, which would mean Omega would have to come to WWE because I'd guarantee mm -hmm. Roman ain't going fucking nowhere. But I would do a crossover event. The problem is, is that you got Tony Khan out here more in, in, impressed with going, um, and we're winning in the 17 to 24 year olds just in New York category. Oh, we're the greatest. Oh, and that's the problem. You might have a deal on the table. He was in Stanford. Most people forgot about that. Yeah. He was in Stanford doing business with WWE. Ah, I'm sure he did. Uh, Odie probably 607 podcast versus everyone. That's the few. That's right. But it's true. at the end of the day, I take a dive off of Hell in a Cell for that feud. I do it for you, Ken. <laughs> Anyways, with that being said, Mike C, I, I, I just think that it's dumb. And I point it out all the time. Why? Because it's fucking stupid. But with that being said, congratulations. Kenny Omega's the fucking man. Yes. He Omega's, gets it. Omega's at home chopping at the bit to get back to the fucking ring. At this point, Juxtra's like, I fucking wrestle everybody. Mm-hmm. Ah, who the hell? Hey, buddy. Exactly, man. And that's what I appreciate. But once again, I'm sure I'm sure he's got zero problems with Roman Reigns. Oh, absolutely not. Zero. I was going to say, he has no problems with pretty much everybody. He, he understands the business, and that's working with your, your peers that you've gone through the indies with, that you have gone into this business with. You understand how this works. If you're going in and just buying into this fake hype that you got like one brand over the other, and that's all you can do. I'm sorry. Like we've said this time and time again, like what you like, like being a fan. You know, there's a famous guy, and I always bring it up, who now wants you to be partisan, which is mm -hmm. funny. Yeah. But there is a point when a famous guy once said, "As much as WWE and AEW would like you to believe that you have to choose one, you don't have to. You can watch it all. It's kind of rad." That man was CM Punk. I'm sure, he regrets saying that these days. 
Because now you wouldn't guess that he said that, but he once said that. This is true. I had a star cast. I'm just throwing it out there. I know we took that to heart. Be rat. Well, that being said, I did not watch this Sunday. This past Sunday, we had uh, the uh, WWE WrestleMania backlash from the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. Speaking of Providence, Rhode Island, GCW is going to Providence. Yes, they are. On the 19th of June. Mm-hmm. You know what there's announced this week for that show? The, the All Elite, yes. Nick Wayne versus the best in the world, Will Osprey. Can't wait to see that match. Holy crap. We'll be there the night before the 18th in, in Melrose Ballroom in Queens, New York. But we did not, we're not going to Providence, unfortunately, but we'll be watching it. Oh, yes, we will. All right. With that being said, though, it only reminded me because Providence wrote yes. out. But anyways, let's talk about WrestleMania Backlash. I know you did check out the show. I did get to see the highlights and the clips. And I got to be honest, once again, it's one of those situations where my life is a little weird. I was out of town at the amusement parks all week and having fun for Mother's Day. I could I got home in time. I could have watched the show, but I, I, we had talked about last week. There was nothing jumping out at me. I'm like, you know what? Got to sit this one out, go to bed early, you know, watch a little something, go to bed early, which I did. I went to bed early at like 9 o'clock mm-hmm. last night. With that being said, it's always these sleeper shows for some reason with WWE that end up getting a good buzz afterwards. So I heard a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. Not too many bad things. Let's go through the card. The opening contest of the card. The opening oh. contest of the card. Starting off hot. The American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes defeats Seth freaking Rollins via pinfall. 20 minutes, 45 seconds, and I've heard nothing but great things. I've seen some highlights from this match, but I've heard nothing but great things about this match. Ken M., how was this opening contest? Amazing opener. These guys have great chemistry together, and this is one way to hook you in if you weren't sure about watching this card, because that's what I did. I was like, I want to tune in, see Cody versus Seth. They put on an instant classic. Great way to start the show. In fact, I'm thinking this feud is going to keep extending itself, but... I don't know where we go from here, to be honest with you, but this was a hell of a way to open. Great contest. Hell in a Cell, baby. Well, this is the next pay-per-view from what I was told. Oh, that's you right, got corrected last week. Hell in a Cell is the next That's pay-per-view. right. They're in Chicago next for the next so, pay-per-view. Maybe. maybe. Uh, next up, we had Omos with MVP defeating Bobby Lashley, the almighty one. Eight minutes and 50 seconds. I, I know he's limited, but I heard that uh, this was a pretty decent match out there for Omos. Good showing for him. I will say that. Uh, not my favorite match on the night, but... He's improving, and that's the one thing that you got to be excited about if you're WWE. Next up, we had the rated R superstar, or whatever the fuck he's going by these days, Edge, defeating AJ Styles by technical submission. I love how that's what they listed it as. 16 minutes and 25 seconds. Of course, Damian Priest banned from ringside, but we have a new member, ladies and gentlemen, and that is one Rio Ripley has joined up with Edge's cult, if you will. Yeah, it was an interesting way they did this because Damian Priest did come down the rampway and he stopped about midway and then this is when Finn came down and started attacking him and then they went in the ring, got a little distraction. So nobody saw this uh, masked figure show up. And then when um, AJ was on the top rope, she knocked him off. And then Edge put on like a weird type of cross face to end the match. And then just you saw those two staring at each other and then all of a sudden... She took a knee, and by this time, everybody figured out it was Rhea Ripley. And then as soon as she revealed the hood, new hairdo um, is dyed black. Edge and her just start laughing. The sun ring crowd explodes. I love this move for her. I think this is awesome. So she's the newest member of Judgment Day. I'm still holding out, though. Finn Balor will join that faction. But this was a great way to do that introduction for her. Padawan J says, Cody versus Seth is my new fight forever. I won't get tired of seeing them wrestle uh, as, as you should. I'm with you. 
Uh, Mike C says, rumor has it, Ciampa will be joining them next. That would be a good fit for him. Although I do like the uh, New Age Triple H look if he continues to do that. Yeah, I'm with that for right now. I think they're going to hold off on that. But if he joins them, I think that's a great move. Either Finn or him. I can see either one. Yeah. And, and, and it being beneficial. Yes. Ciampa, because he's a younger guy, I think would be good. But Finn joining would give them another vet, if you will. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Uh, hey. I heard nothing but good things, and I saw the highlights for this match. I think Edge versus AJ Styles, always a good match. AJ versus anybody's a good match. Both of these guys are legendary. Yeah. Uh, one is already a Hall of Famer, actually, and the other one will be a Hall of Famer, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have the I Quit match for the uh, WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. 16 minutes, 35 seconds, and your new WWE SmackDown Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey, as she defeated Charlotte Flair for the title, and it looks like Charlotte might be injured after this match. Well... Did they ever come out and say what she got hurt in? No, they haven't really even come out to say she's... They haven't confirmed that she's injured yet. Okay, because the only question I had about this is I thought during the match last night, which was brutal. I mean, they lived up to an I quit match. There was a spot where Ronda had put a chair around her arm, like around the shoulder. And it looked like Ronda was trying to roll into an arm bar. And it looked like the timing was off. And it looked like Charlotte was legitimately hurt at that point so I don't know if that was the actual injury or not but when that happened I thought okay something might have gone wrong here but they continued with the match it was a great match it told a good story and this was a no brainer though we knew Ronda was walking out with the belt Padawan J says fun fact this match was produced by Molly Holly really so that's pretty awesome Molly Holly getting out there doing the Lord's work between her and Jamie Noble right now those are the two go-tos Jamie Noble has been doing agenting work for a long time and been very good at it so it's cool that Molly Holly is doing some good shit now. Mm. I appreciate it. Legend of the Ring. Hall of Famer, obviously. Uh, next up, we had Mad Cat Moss defeat Happy Corbin, nine minutes and 50 seconds. I actually was not mad about this match. No pun intended. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of the gimmick. I think now he's got to drop the Mad Cat thing and, and do something else. I don't know what, but he's got to do something else. This was a good showing for Riddick Moss. I got to say this. I mean, Corbin is a solid worker. So no matter who you put him in with, he always does a good job putting them over. And this was no exception. I thought it looked good. I mean, obviously the finishing move was a sunset flip, but still didn't matter. Madcap got the win. Now the question is, where are we going from here? But this was not the worst match, though. Oh, that's awesome to hear. Uh, Pat says, Charlotte not quitting, and then Ronda saying, I'd hope you say that, bitch, and then twisting her arm further was amazing. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. They were talking a lot of trash in that match. Well, you know what? I like that. I did yeah. that. You know what? That was one of the best parts about the Thunderdome is it brought out a lot of people talking smack during matches, and I think that that's continued on, and you can't hear them as well sometimes because of the crowd, but they're definitely getting in there with some mics and stuff to make sure you get to hear some of it because that was a really cool part of it. Mm-hmm. We had to see a lot of cool things. If there was one good takeaway from the pandemic era, Thunderdome era, yeah. it was actually how much a lot of the performers stepped up to do a little extra. And, I mean, obviously, Oscar was the MVP. Oh, absolutely. Of course, that leaves us with the main event. By the way, six-match card. I liked it. Oh, I've yeah. heard nothing but good things. People said, man, this was precise and really good, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, before we go, Mike C says, well, Edge has Rhea Ripley's hair now. There you go. Yeah. So I guess that's happened on Raw. So next up, the main event. Six-man tag team match. This match got 22 minutes and 20 seconds, so the longest match of the night, as always the main event should be. And I've heard Uncle Dave even said that this was a PWG-styled match. Yes, it was. And he said the spots and everything, and it looked really good, and it got great reactions. And at the end of the day, the bloodline 
Jimmy and Jay, the Uso brothers. And of course, the big dog, the head of the table, the tribal chief, the undisputed WWE World's Heavyweight Champion, Roman Reigns, defeated Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. And I heard Roman did it via spear on Riddle. Yes. So I have to say this. For being a main event that on paper seemed very lackluster, it seemed like a house show main event. This felt so much like an indie match. And I love that, you know, hey, I'll give, give the devil his due. Uncle Dave called it right. This felt like a PWG match. This was absolutely amazing. Very entertaining from bell to bell. And this really capped off a great night for WWE in ring work. Sweet to hear. Padawan Jay says, I have to admit, I have to go back and watch this one. I was going on four hours of sleep that day, and it was after 10 p.m., and the exhaustion caught up with me. No, no, no shame in that. Mm-hmm. If you're tired, you're tired. I get, I get it. Especially, you know what? One of the things is, if a wrestling card is good, sometimes you definitely get tired by the end. Yes. You, that's how I know when a wrestling card is actually really good. And it, some people are like, well, if it puts you to sleep, it can't be that good. Well, no. There's a lot of energy that goes in, especially if it runs later. That kind of makes you go, oh, shit. Like, a dull pay-per-view, you're doing other things, so you're yeah. staying awake. Uh, when you're locked in, you know that's a good fucking show. And like I said, I did not see it. I'm going to go back and watch probably most of the matches on the show. I did see highlights and clips of it, but I have heard nothing but good things. There's even some people out there like Uncle Dave and Brian Meltzer, or Brian Alvarez. Sorry, I said Brian Meltzer. It might as well be. <laughs> uh, who actually said nice things about this pay-per-view. So yeah. that usually tells me it had to have been pretty good. For being a company that's been so focused on being the entertainment company, they had some great wrestling going on here th- during this card. I have to say, it was a sleeper one, but they kicked off right with Seth and Cody. The main event, like I said, it felt like a house show main event on paper, but they delivered and it capped it off in a great way. So for anybody that was questioning about like the commitment to wrestling, I hope we see more of shows like this, to be honest with you, because they told some great stories and the in-ring work was incredible. Absolutely. Uh, well, that's going to do it for WWE News. Before we kick off, before we leave the opening segment of the two segments we're doing today, let's talk about another pay-per-view that went down on Saturday, though, for, you would say they're, what, the third, maybe fourth, third or fourth biggest company in uh, the United States currently? I'll say number three. Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that would be uh, under Siege 2022, and it came to us from Newport, Kentucky, at the Promo West Pavilion. Are you ready to go over the show? Let's do it. In the opening contest, we had a Giselle Shaw with Alicia defeat Madison Rain with Tennille Dash with seven minutes and 16 seconds. All right. Moving, moving forward this uh, feud between those two teams. Yes, yes. Chris Saban defeated Steve Macklin in 13 minutes and 23 seconds. Okay. And the AAA Reina de Reina's title match. Your champion going in was your champion coming on, Taya Valkyrie, and still defeating Deanna Parazzo in 10 minutes and 9 seconds. Yes, and this is where the uh, first debut of the night happened. Yeah, who was that? With one Mia Kim. That's or right, Mia, Mia Yim. Yim. You said Mia. Mia Kim. Mia Yim made her impact debut, mm-hmm. or re-debut from back in the day. But Yes, so this one definitely was a, it was a cool experience seeing uh, Yim show up for the show. So, yeah. All right, next up, we have the X Division on championship on the line. Former champion Trey Miguel. You know, he couldn't get the job done and still impact X Division champion. And on his way over to New Japan Pro Wrestling for the best of Super Juniors, Ace Austin. This match got 13 minutes and four seconds. And it's everything you thought it would be. It's a great match. 
Next up, we had a tag team match, a 10-man tag team match, sorry. The team of Honor No More, Eddie Edwards, Kenny King, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, and Vincent defeated the Bullet Club team of Chris Bay, Doc Gallows, El Phantasmo, Jay White, and Carl Anderson. 18 minutes, 21 seconds. The Bullet Club team, no Juice Robinson, uh, no win. No, definitely not, but still a fun match. Next up, we had the Impact Knockouts title match, and guess what? And still, your Impact Knockouts champion, Tasha Steeles, as she defeated Havoc, 10 minutes and 26 seconds, of course, with a little bit of help. Yes, indeed. Then we got a big one. Impact World Tag Team titles on the line. Returning and making a big wave when they signed them boys, the Briscoes. Getting their shot against Violent by Design. In this uh, case, Diener and Eric Young were the defenders of the belts. But at the end of the day, 11 minutes, 17 seconds. And new Impact Wrestling World Tag Team Champions, them boys, the Briscoes. Man, excited to see them in Impact now as champs. And of course, that leaves us with the main event of the evening for the Impact World Heavyweight Championship. Your champion, the walking weapon, uh, Josh Alexander, defending against New Japan Pro Wrestling's Tamahiro Ishii. This match got 23 minutes and 32 seconds and still Impact World's heavyweight champion, Josh Alexander. Brutal match, but absolutely great match as well. I'm a big fan, loved every minute of it, and uh, Impact, man. If you are not watching Impact and you're a wrestling fan, you should watch some Impact. Give it a shot. I really actually believe that Impact is the perfect hybrid of WWE Mm -hmm. and AEW. Absolutely, and especially their Adam Moore talent with Mia Yim coming in, Sammy Callahan coming back from injury too. Mm -hmm. That's a big move, and the Briscoes now as tag team champions. Huge things are going on with Impact. You got the New Japan infusion in there as well. The actual real Forbidden Door. They've been doing it for a while now. Mm-hmm. I just want to point out, and I'm not saying to not watch the other two. I'm just saying, if you're looking for something, if you're a WWE fan, you might find some stuff you like in, in, in AEW. Or not AEW, sorry, maybe there too, but you might find some stuff you like in Impact. And if you're an AEW fan, you might also find some stuff you like in Impact. It's it's a cool world if, you, if you're watching. Lots of good stuff going on in the world of Impact Wrestling. Yes, indeed. A little hard to find, but YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, it's a cool model. It's like, what is it, a dollar a month if you want to watch the show? Something or something like, like that. Something real cheap. The dog. If you pay like $4, you get a lot of their special events. Yeah. Not their pay-per-views, their special events. The dog is actually on that subscriber list for Impact. He can break down everything about it, and he literally raves about them. Yeah, I, I think, I'm pretty sure if I got it right, because we talked about it before, it's $1, so you can, and you can watch live mm-hmm. the weekly television show. And if you pay, I think it's $5, you get the special events. Because I do believe this fell under a special event, not technically mm-hmm. a pay-per-view. Uh, because they only do their major pay-per-views on fighting shit. Yeah. And everything else is on YouTube. So it's pretty cool. And after, even after the major pay-per-views, I think it's 30 days, and then they're on the YouTube channel. Correct, I believe. Do believe how that works. So check it out. Furthermore, if you don't, if you don't believe me, I'm, I'm a little rusty on it, but I'm pretty sure that's where we're at. With that being said, though, we are going to go to a break. We only have one other section of the show. We're going to hit you with an indie roundup, and we have a lot of New Japan news. If you're looking for something to watch, New Japan's got your ass covered this weekend, so you should check it out. I'm just going to say that. Mm -hmm. But before we can do that, usually during this break, we have a nice little musical intro, but we are a little over a week away from a thing that's near and dear to myself and Ken M's heart. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's live stream for a cure. So we're going to play the promo for that. Ken M, kind of lead us into the promo they're going to hear. Very simple. Going on twitch.tv slash livestream for the cure. 
is going to be some of the best content creators on the planet donating their time and talents to raise money for the Cancer Research Institute to ha- have a future hashtag immune to cancer. So this is put on every year by Nikolai's Kitchen and Epic Film Guys. Shout out to Nick and Justin. They do such an amazing job with their team to make this an annual event. We are honored to be a part of this. This is now going to be year number three, I believe, for us. Three. So we are going to be closing out Friday night. They've actually shortened it up a day. So May 19th through the 21st, make sure you drop that follow now. Early donations are being accepted right now. We have the links on at odphpodcast.com. It's right on the front page. Click the logo for it. Donate if you can. Share the event. Promote it. It's an amazing thing to be a part of and absolutely to say fuck cancer we are always down to do that absolutely so you're gonna hear that promo you're gonna see some information and when we come back we'll finish out the strong show strong as we talk about some indie wrestling and and more importantly than that new japan pro wrestling what does hope mean to you Hello everyone, my name is Nick and I am the host of the annual live stream for The Cure, a charity live stream event to raise money for the Cancer Research Institute, which researches immunotherapy, training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer. Their mission, one that I believe in very, very strongly, is a future immune to cancer. And this year for the sixth annual live stream for The Cure, I want to emphasize more than anything, hope. Over the past five years, myself and amazing creators and partners from around the world have raised over $50,000 for this amazing cause. And this year, we're looking to add another $20,000 to that total. Please join me May 19th, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern for 45 hours of content over the next three days. As I'm once again joined by amazing creators from around the world to help fight for hope. Learn more or make an early donation today at LivestreamForTheCure.com. Wrestling fans, are you ready? Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! It is time to rumble, it is time! For the main event of this week, 607 TWS. I know, it's a little short. It's a, it's a two-parter this week. Mm-hmm. There's not a ton, and we don't have any reason to shoehorn anything in. Yeah, no fluff. No fluff here. We got straight fire. Straight fire. Spits hot fire. By the okay. way, I saw somebody online earlier when I was uh, checking some stuff out. This said, uh, I had a contest. I didn't answer because I never do it for podcasts. I don't think it's fair for other podcasts to do it, in my opinion. If you do that, it's fine, and you're a podcast. I don't care. I'm just saying I always like to have fans win. They said, if you can name the five greatest MCs of all time, you would win a shirt. And they said, we'll give you a clue, Dave Chappelle. So instantly I was like, Dylan, 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 and Dylan. Five, baby. I, I knew the answer. It's a good skit, man. It's a great skit. Anyways, if you don't know that skit, look up Chappelle's show and look up, uh, what was it? Uh, Making the Band. Yep. There's a Making the Band parody from Chappelle's show. I'm sure it's on YouTube. But that being said, that being said, the second half of the show, is brought to you by our good friends over at Excite Wrestling, who unfortunately had to cancel their event last week. Yes, they did. Due to due to the shortage of a uh, doctor. Yes. And according to New York State Athletic Commission rules, a doctor has to be in attendance, just like there has to be an ambulance in attendance. The ambulance was a go. Doctor, not so much, unfortunately. Uh, it's very sad, uh, but we understood, and thankfully it's, it looks like there's a good outpouring. But this week they will be back to bring you uh, Excite versus the World. 
a week later. A uh, couple changes to the card we are not quite sure of. They haven't made the announcements yet. But we do know that uh, the only I think the only person that wasn't coming back for sure was uh, Jake Chris. Correct. correct. And I think that they've replaced him with Anthony Gongo. Yes, correct. So that is going to be going down this Saturday. Uh, I was ta- hanging out with Moose and some of the guys from Excite who did a great cosplay over at Sound Around supporting Free Comic Book Day. We have that on ODPH, TikTok, and uh, our social media accounts. So it was a fun day there, catching up with Johnny about the show. And obviously, they were bummed they couldn't go this week, but they said, fear not. They're loading up the deck for this week uh, for the show. So definitely a little card subject to change. Not sure exactly who's in, who's out. We do know that Super B and... Sean Carr is still on for this week, so definitely that is going to be the highlight of the card that is slated to go down. I don't care who they're adding to it. Definitely plug in those guys. That's going to be an absolute must-watch match. So for anything that you want to know about Excite Wrestling, ExciteWrestling.com, spelled X-C-I-T-E, and definitely check out their Facebook because that is where Moose lives. Absolutely. So there you go. Bringing bringing this segment to you once again this week because, hey, sometimes shit happens, right? Reppin' Super B, our homie, good luck to him also. Sean Carr is my good friend, too, so good luck to both of them. Good luck to both of them, man. With that being said, we do have one thing I want to spotlight from this weekend. A huge fucking show did go down, and it was a conglomerate show. Mm. As No Peace Underground teamed up with Ruthless Pro Wrestling and also Circle Six to come to you from Detroit, Michigan and Harpo's Theater. Hey. To bring you this, uh, basically the name of the show was the MPU RPW Circle 6 Body Count Battle. Ready to hear about this show? Let's I, talk I did about check it. check the show. It was very good. Uh, in the opening contest, Kevin Blackwood defeated Alex Shelley. Oh, damn. I got to see that match. In the second match of the night, Atticus Coger defeated Matt Cross. Oh, okay. Dominic Greeny defeated Schwartzy. Okay. Jake something defeated Ricky Shane Page. Oh, wow. Okay. Jake Chris defeated Kevin Giza. Okay. In the RPW title match, Justin Kelly defeated Josh Woods to retain the RPW championship. Interesting. In a 15-man elimination body count battle match, Kevin Giza defeated Apollo Star, Casanova Valentin, Darren McCarty, Josh Crane, Madman Pondo, Malcolm Monroe III, Matthias Thrasher, Mickey Knuckles, Neil Diamond Cutter, Otis Koger, Remington Roar, Satu Jin, Thunder Kitty, and TJ Meyer. Damn. And it was kind of like a death match. There was shit everywhere. I was going to say, it sounds like an absolute wreck. For In a good R- way. For the RPW Deathmatch title, Randy West defended the title against Bobby Beverly. Okay. And in the, uh, the, well, no, there's not, this was not the main event. Uh, it was the next up. There was a title change. Now, originally, the champion, Pero, was defending against Hoodfoot. Oh, wow. For the No Peace Underground title. Okay. However, people forgot that Atticus Coger had won the right to cash in a Money in the Bank style briefcase for the NPW title shot. Okay. Well, during this match, he cashed in. And at the end of the day, and new No Peace Underground champion, wow. Atticus Coger. Okay. And in the main event of the evening, for the ICW American Deathmatch Championship, your champion, Eric Ryan, defeated Masada, Tommy Vendetta, and the Duke of Hardcore, John Wayne Murdoch, oh, wow. to retain the ICW American Deathmatch championship. Damn, that sounds like a great match. It was a banger, actually. It was a very good match. Uh, I want to throw it out there. 
just so everybody knows, I do want to throw out there. Check out No Peace Underground. You can find them on um, independentwrestling.tv. Very good show. Next time, No Peace Underground is coming to you is in a couple weeks on the 21st of May from Orlando, Florida, and they're teaming once again with Circle Six. It's a Circle Six No Peace Underground joint show. Okay. Uh, so that's coming up. So check it out. Lots of cool things are being announced as we go. Uh, I, not everything is announced yet, so keep your eyes peeled on Circle Six and No Peace Underground's social medias. All right, Ken M. There's only one more thing to talk about on the show. Well, there's three more events, but one more thing, and that, of course, is... Been waiting for this. You know, New Japan Pro Wrestling is not just waiting around for June in the Forbidden Door. No, 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 no. No. We've got a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And you know what's really cool? This is a great time of year for New Japan Pro Wrestling. We're about to kick off the best of the Super Juniors. That's going to kick off this week. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But also on top of that, then there's the Forbidden Door. And right after Forbidden Door, we kick off the G1 Climax. Can't wait. May through June, July, and August. And then you got the best of the tag league coming up after yes. that as well. So this is a great time mm-hmm. to be tuning in to New Japan Pro Wrestling. And they have got a banger of a weekend that you should be checking out between New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, their streaming service, of course, njpwworld.com, mm-hmm. 999 yen a month, which works out to be about $9 American. And, of course, Fight. Dot TV, you can get these events there as well. Uh, I do know that some events sometimes get blacked out in the United States that are on NJPW World mm-hmm. uh, when they're happening live. So if you do not want to pay for them, which trust me, these are worth paying for, right? And it's blacked out for whatever reason. Don't don't fret. New Japan World will have them up in the next few days because they do put them up after. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, I don't know if any of these are blacked out. Keep your eyes on my uh, post because I'm going to be watching these, and I'm sure Ken M will be following and watching. Maybe we'll watch them together this weekend. Could happen. Because big news, big stuff. First coming up, this upcoming Saturday, 5-14. New Japan Pro Wrestling presents Capital Collision live from the Entertainment and Sports Arena in Washington, D.C. That's right, the United States of America. And this is a New Japan show. Hmm. Hmm. You ready to hear this one? Let's talk about this. We got Ren Narita versus Carl Fredericks. Let's go. We've got a 10-man tag team match. David Finley, Fred Rosser, Rocky Romero, Tonga Loa, and Yuya Uemore taking on Team Filthy, Danny Limelight, Jarrell Nelson, J.R. Kratos, Royce Isaacs, and Filthy Tom Waller. Going to be a solid match there. Chase Owens versus the Great Okan. Okay. An eight-man tag team match. TMDK, Jonah, Mike, uh, Mikey Nichols, and Shane Haste. That's right. The Mighty Don't Kneel added Jonah. The legend of Slapjack? Yes. Oh. By the way, all, all the two members of the Mighty Don't Kneel are back. I'm excited about this. So TMDK, if you don't under, know who they are, they in WWE they were... TM16? TM61 or something like that. Yeah. In the indies, they were always TM, TMDK, which stands for the Mighty Don't Kneel. Jonah is a member of that group now. Interesting. I did not hear this. And those TMDK will be teaming with Bad Dude Tito. And they'll be taking on the United Empire team of Aaron Henry, Jeff Cobb, Kyle Fletcher, and Mark Davis. Can't wait for this one now. In a singles match, 
Tomahiro Ishii goes one-on-one with Eddie Kingston. <laughs> that could have been a forbidden door and been happy. Yeah, I was going to say, that should have been a forbidden door. Next up, the murder grandpa himself, Minoru Suzuki, goes one-on-one with Brody King. Oh, my God. Next up, we have for the chaos team of Kazuchika Okada and Trent Barretta, of course, Kazuchika Okada, the reigning IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, take on the Bullet Club team of Hukulo and Jay White. Ooh, ooh. And in the main event of the evening, because I'm assuming this is the main event, uh-huh. is a four-way for the IWGP United States Championship. Your champion, the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi, mm-hmm. defends against former champion John Moxley. Okay. The newest member of the Bullet Club, Juice Robinson. Oh. And the man who has done it all, Will Osprey. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Wow, that is a main event to say the least. This event takes place on Fight.TV this upcoming uh, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will get back if you don't want to. You can look it up yourself and see if New Japan is blocking it out on NJPW World. I will look it up as well, and I will put it on our socials just in case they're blocking it out. They might block it out for a day or so if you don't, you know, like I said, they're good about getting it up after. Or it may not be blocked out at all because sometimes they don't. Mm -hmm. Uh, Depends because they have a deal with Fight over here in the United States, so sometimes they have to block it out because of that deal. All right. We're not done there, though. No. Oh, no, 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 Ken. We got two huge shows on the 15th. One of them is on pay-per-view on uh, fight.tv slash slash New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. And the other one is just on NGPWworld.com because the other one takes place in Japan. Let's start with the one that takes place in the States, and that is New Japan Strong presents Collision 22. 2022, sorry. Mm -hmm. From... The 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Let's go. Ready for this one? Yeah, let's talk about this. In a singles match, the ace Hiroshi Tanahashi takes on Chris Dickinson. Okay. Okay, that's going to be a great match. I should go in reverse because some of these are pretty good. So let me go in reverse from here. Sure. The eight-man tag match. The Mighty Don't Kneel, Jonah, Mikey Nichols, and Shane Hayes, and Bad Dude Tito, once again, are going to take on the United Empire team of... Aaron Henry, Great O'Conn, Kyle Fletcher, and Mark Davis. So they're switching out Jeff Cobb for Great O'Conn. We're kind of getting around two nights in a row. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Because Jeff Cobb is busy. Because Jeff Cobb, representing the United King Empire, sorry, is taking on the biggest free agent out there right now, Willie Mack. Oh, that'll be a fun match. Will Ospreay, the aerial assassin and the emperor of the United Empire, is going to be going again one-on-one with Homicide. <laughs> that is going to be a great match. David Finley will go one-on-one with Danny Limelight. Okay. QT Marshall is going one-on-one with Carl Fredericks. Okay. In a battle of the big sons of bitches, Jake Something takes on Brody King. Oh, wow. That's going to be hard-hitting, to say the least. In a six-man tag team match, Alex Coughlin, Kevin Knight, and the DKC will take on Team Filthy, represented by Jarrell Nelson, J.R. Kratos, and Royce Isaacs. Okay. And then this is why I skipped around, because these two matches dis- deserve this. Killer Cross goes one-on-one with Yua Yuamore <laughs> in the match that is near and dear to my heart. Murder Grandpa Minoru Suzuki goes one-on-one with 607 TWS's <gasps> favorite asshole, Tony Deppin. Oh, let's go. <laughs> oh, oh. Now I don't know why I... Yeah, I now I know what you wait. Oh, that's going to be a classic. This is going to be a great show. Cannot wait to see this one as well. That goes down on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. 
I'll be watching this for sure. Yeah, we'll absolutely. be talking about it next week for sure. Also on Sunday, though, we finally kick off the best of the Super Juniors 29. Okay. So it kicks off this upcoming Sunday. So starting next week, we'll only have this show. Yeah, because the other show wouldn't happen yet. So we'll only have this show to kind of give you the updated scores for. But they are starting with A Block. And I can tell you right now, uh, just I'm not going to go over the whole card because we're not going to go over each card each week. We're just going to go over the results as they come at us. Uh, but I can tell you that uh, Impact Wrestling X Division Champion Ace Austin will have his first match this Sunday as he takes on Clark Connors. Uh, and our one of our favorites from GCW, the Sauce God, Alex Zane, will take on uh, Kanamora. Yeah, gonna That's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And also uh, Taguchi versus uh, the Ticking Time Bomb Takahashi. Okay. And Taiji Ishimori versus Yo. So solid way to kick off the event. They're gonna A Block's gonna start off as it comes to you. We will be giving you the results and the standings for the best of the Super Juniors this year. But that kicks off also this Sunday on NJPWWorld.com. That is definitely on NJPWWorld.com because they will be showing all of them in real time with English commentary for those who are interested. Uh, Kevin Kelly, and he'll be joined uh, by a few other people. I think Rocky Romero's going to join him at times, and uh, he's got a couple other guys that'll be rotating through as well. Mm. So keep your eyes on there. NJPWWorld.com, great place to go for pro wrestling. Also keep your eye on Fight.TV if you uh, want to and get it that way. But New Japan Pro Wrestling, Big what do summer. you guys say about it? Big summer? Big summer kicking Big off kicking now. kicking off now. Man, this is the road to Wrestle Kingdom. I know we're starting early, but this is how it kicks off because they always put on the hottest summer in pro wrestling period every year period period uh coming up man speaking of which gcw uh if you're hearing us live or the replay before tuesday tuesday at 7 p.m eastern standard time on the gcw uh facebook page they were having a live auction Mm. just so if you guys want to get some memorabilia and stuff they'd be selling that there uh gcw does not come back until the 21st they're off for a couple weeks. As long as they've been off for in a while, which is fine. Yeah. Charge them batteries. Don't compete against New Japan this weekend. Smart move to do. So next week, we're going to have a super side show because we're going to be going over the New Japan show from D.C., the strong show from Philadelphia. We'll be talking about our first update for the standings of the Best of the Super mm-hmm. Juniors. We'll also be previewing the GCW show next week, which will be the next weekend on the 21st. Also, the Circle Six show at that time as well. Uh Jesus. We got a lot, lot, going, got a lot down. going down. We'll be talking about the Excite Show a little bit, probably, I'm mm-hmm. assuming. And then whatever else news comes straight at you. So next week's going to be another super packed episode. But this week, nice and concise, condensed. But I still feel like we did a lot in there again. We definitely did because we give you that content. We don't give you any filler. We don't give you any buzzwords. We just give you that straight wrestling talk that you come in each week to hear us, whether it's Twitch, whether it's podcast form. It's a 607 TWS brand Know it, get familiar, love it, and share it. Before we go away, though, I do want to drop a Richard's Jewel segment on you real quick. Okay. It's going to be a short one this week because it's going to piggyback. We're going to circle back a lot to that word networking for pro wrestlers. And if you're a pro wrestling fan, this is still useful information for you as well. Mm-hmm. Not just for pro wrestlers because it kind of gives you an insight into the business. And networking is the biggest thing for an independent pro wrestler to do. Because that's how you're going to get booked elsewhere. That's how you're going to get jobs. That's how you're going to do all the crazy stuff in the business. And I know I talked about it last week or two weeks ago. I think it was last week, actually. Yes. Uh, and I want to bring circle back to it because there's one thing that has come to my thing that's kind of a mixture between training because training never stops mm-hmm. and networking and a great networking opportunity. And that is seminars. Yes. Seminars are when a wrestling company usually you know that has a school attached to it sometimes not sometimes just they, they do it for extra a little extra money for the the talent brings in a wrestler 
to do a little training seminar with people who pay whatever money to go to. And it's honestly, guys, if you can get to the seminar and pay for the seminar, you should always do that. Because A, you're going to get to rub elbows with a guy who has made it to the next level mm. or a couple levels even. You know, there's there's always opportunities. I've seen guys like Steve Carino hold these things. I've seen guys uh, like Matt Cross and Adam Cole and Drew Gulak and the, the names go on, the guys that I've been a part of their training seminars. And the cool part about a guy in his training seminar is that they're going to teach you some different things. They might teach you some stuff in the ring you've never learned. They're going to watch you. They're going to give you little pointers. They're going to give you stories. They're going to tell you the things that you should do in the back. Some of them will give you ideas for promos. Some of them will give you ideas for, um, you know, like gimmick stuff. It's a really good time. And then you get to, but here's the other thing. You're getting to rub elbows with them. They get to see you. They might be going elsewhere. They get to know them. But the, and the more part is, A, you're going to get to be around other wrestlers. Yes. That you may or may not know, and you can develop relationships with them. And that's a good way to network. Also, the people holding the, 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 the seminar is a wrestling show. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get to be around a promoter, and sometimes they throw you on a battle royal, or sometimes if you impress them enough, they might give you a match. Yeah. And even so, even if they don't that day, they, you, they've seen your work, and it's a good way to say, hey, I'd be interested in coming back here. Mm -hmm. So it's a good way to try to get into other places and, ply, and, and, and apply your craft. And it's, it's, it's good to learn. You're learning, you're teaching, you're getting stuff in. And on top of that, you're networking with other wrestlers, promoters, and everything else. And so it's a win-win situation. So it is definitely worth the time, effort, and money, if you can do it, to do it. And I think you should do as many as you can. Absolutely. And this isn't coming from somebody who makes any money off of it, because I don't. But if you think about it, you'll learn from somebody who's made it somewhere bigger, mm -hmm. no matter who it is. You'll learn... Something that could help you in the ring. Maybe you're doing something you shouldn't. Maybe you can learn how to perfect something you weren't. Maybe there's a piece of your gimmick that's missing. Maybe you weren't good on the microphone and you get some pointers. So you can always walk away with some more knowledge to better yourself. Mm -hmm. And then the networking of meeting other wrestlers who can help you get books. Then, hey, where do you work out of? Oh, cool. You guys love your look. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, could you pass my information on? Sure. Yeah. And also promoters, because it's going to be at a wrestling that might not be your home. And it's good to go to ones that aren't your home, because then you can meet the promoter and say, hey, I'm so-and-so, and I'd love to work here sometime. It piggybacks on how far do you want to take your brand? How far do you want to go? And getting as much knowledge from people that know the business to make a part of your craft is so, so important that you want to make sure that you are just taking it all in, you start networking, you start making those connections because this will carry you through. I mean, if you're just happy doing it at your local indie fed and that's all you want to do, then that's fine. But if you really are saying, I want to be the next big whoever, then this is where you take those steps and this is where you really jump in to do that. Plain Absolutely. And simple. I think it's a great thing. Let's make it happen. And uh, that's my, you know, I'm going to go back to networking time and time again. This is just a better networking opportunity, also a learning opportunity that I think a lot of guys will pass over, and you should never pass it over. I know Cody Rhodes has done them in the past. Uh, I know I, I've, I've ton of guys. Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano's done them. Tons of guys. And that was just in my time. There's still guys doing them to this day. Mm -hmm. With that being said, though, that's going to bring us towards the end of the show. Ken M., once again, tell the fine folks how to find you in the Ochoa Parlor Podcast. Very simple. Swing on over to odphpodcast.com. Join the conversation on social media accounts. You can usually find them at OD Parlay Hour, depending on what service you're using. Parlay points, new blogs coming out this week. Maybe, just maybe, there might be a wrestling one this week. I don't know. I'm still waiting on that organization to send some stuff. So, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. 
and the T Public Store. You know, always something's going on there as well. The directory, the classified section where you can find friends of the show, such as 8122 Productions, 3FN, Horizon 607. I mean, anything that is the ODPH connected family wise, listener wise, you can find it at odphpodcast.com. Of course, three Fat Nerds Podcast. Find us at 8122productions.com. All the information is there. T Public Store, Patreon, patreon.com slash 8122productions. This Twitch channel. Uh, more about Horror Zone 607, 607TWS, Three Fat Nerds Podcast. All that. How's that? 8122productions.com. It's a one stop shop. Of course, if you'd like to talk to me on social media, it's a simple Three Fat Nerds Pod. Throw an at in front of it if you have to. And that's the easiest way to find us. Uh, if you're listening to this in podcast form, the liner notes will have the links for both of our shows hey. in the liner notes. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, Twitch does not allow me to put hyperlinks in the liner notes. But hmm. you guys have the privilege of watching us, so therefore you can see the information when it comes on your screen in the beginning and the after the show. Indeed. So with that being said, it is time for us to draw to a close once again. Uh, before we go, as we're exiting, we always play our good friend Second Suitor. The song's One Winged Angel. Or it's the perfect way, perfect way to end any show. And check those guys out. They're fucking awesome. Absolutely. Big, big shout-outs also to Floodlands, who you heard does our theme song at the beginning of the show. And if you listen during the countdown, Tom Jolu performs that. So big shout-outs. And you can find the information about all of those great artists and more on both odphpodcast.com mm. and 8122productions.com. That being said, Ken M., for myself and you, to all of you at home, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Be positive. Be uplifting. Mm. Be a fan. Make sure you watch New Japan. Yes, That indeed. all rhymed. <laughs> and we'll be back next week to talk New Japan, to talk GCW, to talk Circle Six, to talk the biggest news in pro wrestling as we do each and every week. Ladies and gentlemen, until then, I must bid you adieu. And later, wrestling fans! Ah!